Ever since the first tick-tock of time You brought order to a world undefined Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Our teaching team is made up of men and women who love asking probing questions of each week's scripture portion, to which our community responds with curiosity, courage, and a desire to expand in faith, hope, and love. We follow the Revised Common Lectionary, and we follow the church calendar, because they anchor us in something which can hold us, no matter what life throws our way. We exist to join God's work of cultivating new beginnings in all of us, everywhere. Cultivating new beginnings in all of us, everywhere. We exist to join God's work of cultivating new beginnings in all of us, everywhere. We hope you enjoy this week's teaching. We hope you enjoy this week's teaching. We hope you enjoy this week's teaching. Ephesians 3, 1-12 This is why I, Paul, am in jail for Christ, having taken up the cause of you outsiders, so-called. I take it that you're familiar with the part I was given in God's plan for including everybody. I got the inside story from this, from God himself. As I've just wrote you in brief, as you read over what I have written to you, you'll be able to see for yourself into the mystery of Christ. None of our ancestors understood this. Only in our time has it been made clear by God's spirit through his holy apostles and prophets of this new order. The mystery is that people who have never heard of God and those who have heard of God all their lives, what I've been calling outsiders and insiders, stand on the same ground before God. They get the same offers, same help, same promises in Jesus Christ. The message is accessible and welcoming to everyone across the board. This is my life work, helping people understand and respond to this message. It came as a sheer gift to me, a real surprise, God handling all the details. When it came to presenting the message to people who had no background in God's way, I was the least qualified of any of the available Christians. God saw to it that I was equipped, but you can be sure that it had nothing to do with my natural abilities. My task is to bring out in the open and make plain what God, who created all this in the first place, has been doing in secret and behind the scenes all along through Christians like yourself gathered in churches. The extraordinary plan of God is becoming known and talked about even among the angels. All this is proceeding along lines planned all along by God and then executed in Jesus Christ. When we trust in him, we're free to say whatever needs to be said, bold to go wherever we need to go. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Felicity, thank you so much. Great job. Doesn't the words of the scriptures, don't they sound different when you hear uh, a child read them? To me, they do. To me, they sound more potent. So thank you, Felicity. Uh, Every January, the first January of the year, we invite people from Genesis to share the new beginnings that God is inviting them into in their life. And this flows out of our vision, which is to join God's work of cultivating new beginnings in all of us everywhere. And I remember when that statement was coalescing for us, when sort of those words became our words. I remember feeling that they were very idealistic, you know, 
uh, because those words, all of us and everywhere, that we were putting a stake in the ground from the very beginning of Genesis, that we said, we believe that God invites all of us into new beginnings. Uh, every single one of us at all times, God is saying to you, uh, that thing that you feel like cannot be restored can be. Uh, that wound that you have kept hidden away, uh, I would like to heal. That relationship that you feel like is too far gone, maybe isn't. Uh, that dream that you have hidden away in your heart, that thing you really want to do, but you felt like it's too late or I didn't get started early enough. God is maybe saying, no, it's not too late and the best time to start is right now. So the reason why it feels idealistic is because I think so many of us have um, alternative messages coming at us that there aren't any new beginnings, that tomorrow is just going to be another repeat of today, and that resurrection is just a thing that we celebrate once a year on Easter. But I think, um, and I think Christianity has a whole lot of cringe-worthy doctrines, amen? <laughs> but the incarnation of God becoming one of us, God showing up as weak and vulnerable, um, I think allows us to believe that as weak and vulnerable as we are, uh, we really can move into new beginnings ushered in by God. Um, and I do think that's idealistic, but I think it's the very um, kind of thing that we need to believe in the most, maybe especially in these times. So uh, you're going to hear first from Stephen Jones Shawning, and I've known them for years from since before Genesis, but they helped us start Genesis, and then they helped us start another church, and then they came back. And so I'm excited to hear from them. Also from Katie Troughton, who I've known for about a year. Um, she moved to Robbinsdale about the same time that we moved to Robbinsdale. So we, our paths crossed, and um, she's been with us ever since. So, uh, would you please um, give a warm welcome to Stephen Jones Shawnee. Good morning. Uh, yeah, wow, there's a lot of people. <laughs> you sit in the front row, you don't have no clue. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, a little bit, uh, I'm, I'm Steve Jones, um, uh, and uh, in the early days of Genesis, we left Open Door about, after about 20 years. We, I'm an Enneagram 5, not big on change. Uh, so uh, that's just an example. Uh, at, at 20 years at Open Door, approximately, uh, we followed Steve to Genesis. And uh, it was near the very beginning of it, but we got involved in the, in the early stages, the meetings at the Patents, and all the fun gathering and family time building that we did in those early days and how energizing it was that kind of overwhelmed the fear of change piece. Um, anyway, we dove in at Genesis. I did tech. It was one of many Steves here. It was kind of creepy how many Steves there were in the early church here. Yeah, I was sitting, we were sitting at a gathering once and there were five of us in a row. It was really weird. None of them were leaders. So <laughs> we were all just tenders. But anyway, that was, uh, that was one of the interesting things about the early days. Um, we, so we were at Genesis for the, at SAVES in the Jewish Community Center, which is not this light, bright space, just saying. 
Um, and then Dee McIntosh came to speak. It was the second time she spoke when she talked about the new church she was going to be planting in North called Lighthouse, which happened to be six blocks from our house. We walked to Lighthouse on a regular basis. So we checked it out and started attending. We decided to go to Lighthouse and... Uh the beautiful thing about that whole idea and change and all the things involved in it was uh, Steve and the leadership decided to send us to Lighthouse, which was just an enormously beautiful gift. And uh, Lighthouse was a little bit connected with you guys, and it was, uh, it was such a sweet place for us to be able to walk out of here with, uh, like, the momentum of being sent. And... Uh, and right away, we got involved in Lighthouse. Of course, I did tech and, da, 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 and all that, because that's what we do. You know, and when you're in a church plant, all hands on deck. It helped that our daughter, son-in-law, and first grandchild chose to attend Lighthouse, too. So the beauty of doing church with family was heart-bursting in all the good ways. Um, things were going okay at Lighthouse, and it had typical church issues like a church plant does, you guys all know about that. However, we were finding our way, and like Steve said, all hands on deck, doing the things, and it was going okay. Then this last spring, uh, a sudden and unexpected announcement was made that Lighthouse was going to end, and uh, basically all the leadership was leaving, and. Um, just decided it was going to stop. And that was the first time that a church had left us. And so it was this huge adjustment of, now what? Vulnerable, challenging, like Steve said, it had not happened to us. We had gone on to moving from Open Door to Lighthouse, or to Genesis to Lighthouse. Now, what do we do? So challenging for that reason, and in our life, Steve's going to be retiring this year, so he has new locational opportunities coming. And that has all the questions and the vulnerability and the unscheduled and the unknown that you might think, plus things we don't have a clue. Uh, in that time, we were privileged to be uh, in the company of a listening specialist who helped us name our values and heart longings, which was beautiful and challenging and vulnerable and risky to say what really was on our heart in this season of openness. What did we really want? What was important to us? So we, uh, we entered into the summer. Uh, the Genesis uh, came and went inside of our summer. We uh, went to several churches um, and we were listening for the Spirit of God to move us and to give us some answers and where do we want to land. We knew we wanted to get back to a church. We wanted to be back to our roots somewheres. And uh, we attended some in our neighborhood because we really enjoyed walking to church. And we have walked to Genesis here, <laughs> which is five miles, four miles, somewhere. Yeah, we are those people. And uh, <laughs> so then uh, uh, we... We heard and felt really welcomed in our re-entering Genesis from the very first time. We kept hearing the, it's good to see you. It's good to see you over and over again. And, and what a blessing that was to us. Uh, whether it was on Sundays, whether it was Genesis vacation. We went to Genesis vacation this past fall at the Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And uh, then again, uh, uh, last Sunday, 
we went to Will and Pam's and the Genesis welcome showed up there too. And so it was this over and over blessing of the Genesis welcome and, and entering in and beginning new. And they're so true. To hear, like Steve said, over and over again, we're glad you're here. You guys don't even know. You don't even know what that did for our hearts. We are beyond grateful. And that's made our yes to this new beginning easy. And thank you for that. And now we get to hear a new beginning with Katie Chowton. I started coming to Genesis about a year and a half ago. I just left my old church, knew I needed to find a new one. I decided to go with some friends to Open Door, but I knew that wasn't where I was gonna end up, but I also knew I needed to just keep going somewhere or I might not have the motivation to go at all. I guess that's sort of where my story of new beginnings starts, but not really. I think it probably started a long time before that, but not with anything defining. The day I went to Open Door, Steve happened to be preaching. I don't remember a lot about what he said, except something about uh, people being between two things, kind of like a trapeze artist. And I thought that was a fitting picture for where I was at my life, and so did my friends. Very shortly before that, my life had completely changed directions. I had been married for 13 years, lived in Elbertville, worked downtown, and went to church in Maple Grove. In the summer of 2018, my marriage ended very suddenly, and I found myself in a place where I had to make decisions very quickly. I very naturally went into survival mode and started making sure I had what I needed. I don't think I've ever experienced a feeling of being so cared for, which seemed weird because the one relationship where I thought that was true had just ended. I didn't realize it at the time, but it really seemed like I was being prepared for what I was about to experience. As one friend told me, it was like God was saying to me, you don't know what's gonna happen, but I do, so I want you to be ready. I've always thought of myself as a very independent, self-sufficient person. Turns out that's exactly what I needed to be. My life that summer was a bit of a whirlwind, which might be an understatement. I'd moved out of the place I'd called home for the past 10 plus years and was about to embark on a new adventure. And then that adventure turned into something I didn't expect, which I guess is maybe what an adventure is. It was hard, but I think good. It started with decisions. The decision to end my marriage was sort of an easy one as there wasn't really anything to salvage. And then I decided to move forward with the pending purchase of my new home on my own. And then a million other decisions about daily life, where I wanted to go and who I wanted to be. But all of a sudden, I was the only one making all of these decisions. I didn't have anyone else to do them with. I quickly learned that actual independence was very different than being an independent part of a partnership. A couple weeks after going to Open Door and hearing Steve preach, I decided to look up the church he had talked about, which proved harder than I thought. <laughs> I thought he had said it was in St. Louis Park. I had wanted a church that was close to home since I hadn't lived in the same community as my last church. I'd wanted to find something in my neighborhood, but that was probably a long shot. But St. Louis Park wasn't that far away, except that it turns out Genesis had moved to Robbinsdale. Um, just down the street from my new house. I could even walk here. I decided to try it out, not knowing that I would be immediately welcomed into the family. I'd been nervous about church shopping. I didn't really know how to do it. I either succeeded quickly or failed miserably because I've been coming ever since. 
So much had changed. I felt so taken care of by God, but also couldn't wrap my head around how so much could be different. I have never been one to picture my future much, but I for sure didn't see my life the way it is now. Church was hard, but I knew I needed it. My first Sunday here was probably the second or third week um, in Robbinsdale. I don't remember much, except that I was probably a mess. And then at the end, Maggie came over to me, and she just gave me a big, huge hug because she said I looked like I needed it, and I did. And that's just the start of my new beginning story. I'm not sure when or where the end is, or maybe we're constantly in a stage of new beginnings. At the time I started coming here, I was really in survival mode. I didn't know how to talk to people. Who was I? How do I get to know people when I feel so broken? How do I be me when I feel so broken? I still feel that way, but I do feel a little less broken now. I was in a weird stage. I firmly believe that we should be real and go through life good, bad, the middle, all together. But I also didn't know who I was. I was in a fragile state and didn't really want to be that person. I didn't want that to be the person that you all got to meet. And I didn't even know how to answer questions. I didn't want to be the divorced girl, but I didn't want to hide it. I didn't want that to be the first thing you learned about me, but it was also the big thing that was happening in my life at the time. I wasn't sure who I was, how much of me was actually me, and how much was who I'd been trying to be for my relationship. I was having a hard time with that. I felt lost. I shared that with someone, and they looked at me and said the answer to that was easy. I'm a child of God. How I act that out might change, but the core of that will not. That shouldn't have been a profound thought, but it was. I think I've moved on from survival stage, and the reality of what life looks like is setting in. Some of it I really like, well, most of it, but some of it's really hard. Being on your own is hard, especially when that's a change. I have amazing friends who are there for me, no matter what. I'd always known that, but there's something really special about actually experiencing it. Life isn't the same. I miss the companionship. I miss being known. A few weeks ago, I was with some lovely people, and we were talking about what it means to be still and know. In that experience, surrounded by loving people that I didn't know very well, I felt it, to be known. It was a strange experience. I think I went that night because I had been yearning for it, and I'd been looking for it in people. And in the middle of a room of people I didn't know all that well, I felt more known than I had in a long time. Maybe realizing that I'm known by God is how you really become known by people. I'm learning to be okay with being on my own, even if it is lonely. I'm also trying to remind myself that the most important relationship I'll ever have is with God. Isn't it funny how sometimes we have to learn these simple things over and over again? I used to think that faith was learning more about God, but the older I get, the more I'm starting to think that faith and life is really just learning the same things over and over again. My life is different now, and that's okay. I miss being in a partnership, but I need to remember that I'm still in one, and that it's better than anything I can find anywhere else. Thank you, Joan. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Katie. It's really vulnerable to share any part of your story with anyone, but especially into a microphone at church. 
with a bunch of people you kind of know and maybe you don't know. And so um, thank you. That was a big gift for all of us. And before we go into the prayers of confession, maybe just an invitation. Um, most of the people that give their story on New Beginnings Sunday, like if you were to rewind the year before, maybe they weren't even here or they were in a totally different place. And so if, if you were to say, if I were to say to you, Katie, hey, you know, like last year during New Beginnings Sunday, you're going to be up here next year. Katie probably would have said, you're crazy and I don't, I'm, I'm leaving now. Um, and um, who knows who will speak next year. Um, but whether you speak on New Beginnings Sunday or not, um, I want you to consider, I want you to consider um, that God is, is very good, actually, and that in that goodness and out of that goodness, um, there is an invitation for you to move into something that probably does feel like an adventure and probably does feel like letting go of one trapeze and hanging there for a little bit before you grab on to the next one. Um, I just want to encourage you to pursue the resources you need so that you can say yes to those invitations. I know they're scary. I'm considering one or two of them myself right now. And they're scary. They're scaring me. <laughs> and so if you are scared but also feel like you have a yes in you, just know you're not alone. And that um, we are a quirky community of people for sure with lots of faults, but I do think we do risk pretty well. And you're in a pretty safe place to move towards something new. So please consider what it is that God is inviting you into. And it may not seem or sound very spiritual at all, um, but I promise you that it is. Sound good? Thank you for listening to the Genesis West podcast. If, if you, you find, find yourself, yourself nearby, nearby on Sunday, we'd love for you to join us for worship. We meet at Elam Church Center in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. If you, if have, you have any, any questions, questions or would like to connect with us, please visit us at www.genesiscove.org.